So let that truck get by us, huh? Oh, hey everybody, it's Corey Ryan Forster here at CoreyWritesForYou.com. You're probably noticing right off the bat, hey, this don't sound as crystal clear as your professional studio mic that we know you always use. And you are correct, because I'm recording this on my phone because my studio mic and all that other stuff is already in my suitcase, sitting by my door, waiting on my mother to pick me up to take me to the airport. Yeah, my mama still picks me up and takes me to the airport. What of it? You got a problem with that? <laughs> I'm a mama's boy. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, mama is picking me up here in about an hour and taking me to the airport where I will be flying to uh, the always sunny London, England. Skew! I'm super pumped. I wanted to touch base with everybody. Before I got on a plane for, uh, I believe, a full day and didn't have any updates or anything that uh, a new story is coming down the pike. Is it pike? Is that what it is? Is it something's coming down the pike? That's one of those, there's several phrases that like, you just hear them your whole life so you know, you're like, well, I know what it means because I've always heard the context of it, but I've never actually stopped and thought about what pike may, I don't think I, is that like a highway? I don't know. I'm stupid. Whatever. Uh, new stories coming this week, but they'll uh, just be put on hold till I get to my hotel in London to click enter on the thing. Substack had some sort of like a, I think their site was down for maintenance yesterday or something. And so one thing that I tried to send just didn't send. Anyways, I'm babbling, whatever. I'm going to England, going to England, Scotland, Wales, uh, and a bunch, you know, just little tiny cities there within me and my best good buddy, Trey Crowder. Y'all may know him. I assume that you do. I assume at least 98% of the people on here know Trey. And that's probably how you came to know me. Uh, but if not, Trey Crowder is one of my best friends. He's a very successful comedian. Uh, and we are co-authoring a book together. And the uh, third of the book takes place in Europe. So we got to go to Europe to do that part. And we've never been. Neither one of us have ever been. We're well-traveled within the United States, obviously. Uh, I think... We've performed, I know I've been to 48 states in Canada. I don't know if I've performed in all 48 states. I think I've performed in like 45 or something like that. Like I haven't, I've been to Wyoming, but never performed in Wyoming. Been to Montana, never. Whatever. Good God, Corey. Ramble more, would you? So uh, going over there to write this book. But like I said, neither one of us have ever been. So we're looking forward to it um, for a couple different reasons. Number one, we like new stuff. Number two, me and Trey are both admitted Anglophiles and have been for as long as we can remember. And it's funny because we had a very different upbringing and I think different ways that brought us to being an Anglophile. I think if you asked Trey, he would just say, well, my dad owned the video store and I would watch British movies and I thought they sounded funny. And, you know, much like how a lot of people are into Southern stuff just because we sound funny. We, uh, I guess, do that too with England. So that's probably why he got into it. And for me, it was my mother, who my mama uh, has just... My mama grew up dirt-ass poor uh, in rural North Georgia. and uh, But my granny was a, a great woman who, you know, worked really hard to, to get my mama everything she needed, even if it meant granny had to do without. 
And I think my mama sort of like escaped, had like a fantasy about, you know, England and the royals and a better life and yada, yada, yada. And uh, the very second my mama was able to pull herself out of that situation, I should never look back, man. And it's been, you know, she's been, you know, tea sets and uh, oh my God, y'all. <clears throat> Sorry. My, uh, my nephew left his uh, little toy tractor outside, and I just turned the corner, and I thought it was a big old dog about to attack me. Anyways, my mom has just been, uh, yeah, she's just been super into that, you know, that, you know, high tea lifestyle and, uh, and all that good stuff. And the one of the first things that me and my mom <clears throat> bonded over when I was an adult, you know, when we were kids, obviously, me and mom... I, I loved everything my mom loved because I was a little mama's boy. I still am. But then when I got to be, you know, older and we sort of drifted apart with our interests, at least, um, the one thing that we were able to come back to and have as kind of our thing was the show Downton Abbey. We loved, 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 loved Downton Abbey. And it's something that me and my mom could talk about, something we still talk about to this day. And uh, that show came out and... I'm guessing it was like 2000, I'm trying to remember when I met Trey, 2011 or 2012, I think, I feel like me and Trey have known each other for a decade or something like that, and uh, we, when me and Trey met, one of the initial sparks that really made us hit it off was finding out that he too loved Downton Abbey. I didn't think that any other person with my accent liked Downton Abbey, you know. And therefore, uh, me and Trey, as comedians, you know, we met, we bonded over that, we started working together on sketches and whatnot, and pretty much the first idea me and Trey ever had was, he goes, hey, have you ever heard of this thing called a podcast? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think so. It's like that, like Mark Marin has one, I think. I think maybe this that guy from news radio, Joe Rogan, has one. And he was like, yeah, man, we should do a podcast where it's like rednecks talking about, like, you know, fancy stuff or British things. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. And I just blurted out the name. I said, Whis we'll call it Whiskey and Quiche, right? Because whiskey's kind of redneck and quiche is kind of like froofy or whatever. So we landed on Whiskey and Quiche. We sat down, we recorded two episodes on a very, very shitty mic. We didn't know anything about editing. We didn't have a format whatsoever. And uh, we never put those episodes out. And that idea just kind of died on the vine, as it were. And then, you know, 12 years later or whatever, me and Trey, still best of buddies, still touring together. And then this this dumb little thing called the pandemic happens. And we're trying to figure out a project to keep us occupied so that we would not lose our minds. And he goes, hey, man, you know, we've got like two or three podcasts right now. What's uh, Why wouldn't we do another one? I'm like, yeah, what you got in mind? He goes, what about that first idea we had? And that's how Putting On Airs uh, was born. Now, a little more inside baseball. I was approached by HarperCollins to do a book. Uh, and hey, guys, I do not know why. I will never know why anyone wants me to do anything, but they do sometimes. So HarperCollins approaches me about doing a book. And uh, they're like, uh, they talked to my book agent, Amy, and they're like, see if he's got any ideas. And so I said, Amy goes, do you want to do a book? I said, hell yeah, I want to do a book. And uh, she said, do you have any ideas? And I said, yeah, I would. I said, I've been doing this thing on Substack um, at CoreyWritesForYou.com. I write short stories and essays and stuff. I would like to do 
a collection of short stories, kind of like Rick Bragg or David Sedaris, you know. And she goes, yeah, not that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, why don't y'all tell me what y'all want me to do, and then I'll do that for the money that you will give me. And they were like, no, I'll pitch us something. And I had always had it in my mind that I've always wanted to go to Europe, but my the way my brain works is if I want to do something, I try to figure out a way to get paid to do it because that's just one of the beautiful things about my career is that there's no rules to being an entertainer. So if I want to do so, like, like I want to go to the Super Bowl one day, but I want to be invited to the Super Bowl. I want to figure out a way to get paid to go to the Super Bowl or be invited to the Super Bowl. It's just how my stupid brain works. It's an ego thing. I promise you. Uh, but anyways, I'd always wanted to go to Europe, but I always want to get paid to do it. So I thought maybe I'll do a travel book. And then HarperCollins hollers back and goes, by the way, we didn't know that you knew Trey Crowder. Would you uh, would you like to write the book with him? And I was like, you know what I love more than writing a book? Writing half a book, baby. Hell yeah. Bring him on. <laughs> so uh, we got together. We pitched him this idea. And me and Trey said we should definitely travel and travel to Europe. That way it will have some synergy with putting on airs our podcast about fancy culture. We can do some of that stuff over there. We can do some of the book stuff. We can kill two birds with one stone. So that's what we're doing, um, essentially. And man, I can't wait to write to y'all about all the stuff that's happening. Um, also, uh, there, there will probably be more of these little podcasts while we're over there because I'm going to have Trey with me and I'm going to have my equipment. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, I bet the people on my Substack, my Substackians, my Substacations, would love to hear from you. So we're, we are going to do some uh, podcasting for this here Substack. So get ready for that. It's going to be interesting. We're pretty much just, I think we're going to do like, you know, like a, a, a daily journal or something. Maybe not posting here every day, but like, I don't know. It's going to be super fun. We're going to, uh, we're jousting. We're doing some falconry. <laughs> we're uh, taking a speedboat up the the, the Thames, I think is how you call it. So it's just going to be some wild stuff, man. And I'm, I'm so excited. Um, not only just to, you know, go on a, first off, it, we're, we're there for a month. <laughs> I'm not only excited to, you know, spend a month with my best friend and, and working because I love, I'm one of those rare people that loves what I do because uh, I'm blessed. I'm excited to do that. But I'm also, if I can be honest, and I don't know how this is about to sound, and I really don't want it to come across as bad because let me preface it by saying I love our country. I really do. Um, it's got its faults, sure. But, like, I, I love it here. I really do. But I'm pretty excited <laughs> to just not be here for a whole month because, like, man, shoo-wee. I tell you, buddy, it just seems. And I know that we ain't more divided than we've ever been. I know that we're not because there used to literally be segregation I, I know that it's just because Twitter and all social media makes us think that we're more divided than we've ever been, but all those things do exist, and it's rough, and uh, I know that all that stuff exists over there, too, but guess what? Those aren't my people, so I don't have to give a shit <laughs> while I'm over there. Bruh, England's got problems. Boris Johnson's a nightmare, but while I'm over there, I'm a tourist. None of that stuff matters. I'm away from my bullshit, and I don't have to deal with their bullshit because I'm just passing through, daddy. And I'm super excited. I mean, you know, obviously, I'm super excited about the fish and the chips and the shepherd's pie and all that good stuff, too. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait. And uh, I hope that y'all, uh, 
I hope that y'all follow along as I write in my little journal here at CoreyWritesForYou.com. Remember, uh, the $5 tier gets you the audio and all the stuff early, but if you can't afford that, or you're just like, hey man, you don't give me enough, it's not worth it, but you'd still like it, even if you're like that, even if you're like that, even if you're like, you know what, man, fuck you, I want it for free, I will give it to you for free, because that's just the type of dude I am, <laughs> Just email buttercreamcory at gmail.com. Uh, I think I comped 10 subscriptions yesterday to some lovely people who uh, are going through some hard times. That's what it's all about. Like I said, it's not about the money to me, uh, but obviously I do appreciate it because, you know, I still got bills too. Um, but I, I would give it to all y'all for free if y'all needed it. I promise you I would. I do this for fun. I do this to build a little community. I do this to express myself. And I'm glad that y'all allow me to do that. I've really enjoyed this platform. Um, and frankly, I'll be honest with you, during the pandemic, y'all helped pay the bills, man. <laughs> I mean, for real. Like, my job was illegal, dog. <laughs> my job was illegal. Um, and y'all really helped me out, so I'd like to help y'all out, too. Um, I also, I don't, I don't ever say this on here, but it's true. I said on Twitter. I also, you know, I do, I'm on that service cameo or whatever, the Buttercream Dream. He'll tell you happy birthday and all that stuff. So you can go book that at cameo.com slash Corey Ryan Forster, I think. But also, if you're like someone who like, let's say, you know, Father's Day, let's say hypothetically your dad's a fan of me and you can't afford a Father's Day gift, I'll do it for you pro bono for free. Just email me, buttercreamcory at gmail.com. I'll take care of you. Pretty much anything that I offer for money, I will also do for free, uh, except for, you know, like tickets to shows because, well, we have to pay the venue and stuff like that. And I'm splitting it with two other guys. And that's just, I just literally, my hands are tied contractually on that. But anything else I can help you with, I'd be more than happy to. Um, Y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. And I guess the next time I talk to y'all, I'll be in bloody old England. I know that was bad. That was bad on purpose. Uh, love y'all very much. Have a great day.